I should just do the full song. <laughs> You know what amuses me about that? Thousands of people are gonna hear it. See, now the joke's gone sour again, but watch it come back around. It's coming. There it is. <laughs> me welcome <laughs> welcome to chapter uh 172 of cliffhangers of a cool cat that one was sent in by zach it should be cliffhangers of a clucking cat man because i'm just in the way you know i i just got inspired i'm a little musical today can't help it there's some birds chirping outside the sun's out. I've got the window open so you can hear the birds chirping outside. Um, they will probably piss me off at some point and I'll probably just close the window. Um, actually, no, they're already pissing me off. Fuck that. I'm closing the window. All right. Shut the fuck up. Stupid bird. I'm trying to chirp. All right. This podcast is not about that. All right. They're radiating happiness and good vibes. This podcast is largely about negativity and screaming at birds. So... Um, yeah, that's a lot better now. I get so easily distracted with noise. Does anyone else get distracted? Like last week, I heard Meg talking in another room. Not yelling, just talking, like almost quietly on a Zoom call. And which, fair enough, she was, you know, she has a lot of health appointments because of her heart condition um, over Zoom and different things like video calls and stuff. And she was being so polite and I just still couldn't concentrate unless I have complete silence. I cannot talk to you guys. Even that bird, I can still hear it. Shut up. Go away. Fucking bird. Dude, it wasn't even doing anything wrong. And I'm just, I'm like the asshole now. I'm like that guy in the movie that comes out with a shotgun. Like, get off my lawn. That's my energy. And I don't like that about myself. You know, I'm trying to change that about me. But at the same time, stop chirping. All right. I didn't come and chirp in your neighborhood. Actually, that's exactly what I do. I usually scream. Um, I often climb trees and just fucking chirp. So, uh, yeah, hope you guys are going well. I'm good. few things straight off the gates. Just out of the gates, guys. Lockdown is driving me crazy. I thought I was handling it well, and then I said something during the week that I regret. I know I shouldn't have said it. I clearly am not in a good state of mind. I wasn't thinking straight. And you know what? I apologize in advance for what I'm about to say. Because you're going to hear what I said. You're going to be like, oh, wow, Luke's not in a good headspace. Lockdown. And I think this is a good argument as well. A lot of people have been arguing either like, free Melbourne, you know, or like, no, we need to stay in lockdown. It's the right thing to do. No matter what your opinion is on the matter, this will swing you towards lockdown has gone too far, no matter how you feel politically, okay? It doesn't matter if you like Daniel Andrews or not. If you live in Australia or not, you'll be like, God, get them the fuck out of their houses. Luke's going insane. I uttered a sentence this week that I I don't think I've ever uttered. I don't know. It's something that can only happen after a 100-day stage 4 lockdown. And I really thought I was coping. And then this week, turns out I'm not. 
I said to Meg, and I, again, you got to understand in the mindset that I'm almost still in, because I, the fucked up part is I still think it's a good idea. I go to Meg, <sighs> I kind of want to read. She's like, what? And I was like, I, I said, I, I think I, I, I kind of want to read like a book, maybe. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've just, I have an urge to read. Like I had a, it's kind of like, you know, when you, uh, what's, when you get hungry and you're like, oh, I need to eat, you know, or when you get horny, you're like, oh, I got a jizz, you know, I had that, but with reading and like, tr so, like trying to make m myself more intelligent and like, I wanted to absorb knowledge and better myself. And I was like, oh, this is not me, okay? I'm not being myself today. I felt like I needed a Snickers, you know? I'm like, not you when I'm fucking bored, you know? You're like, you hand me a video game and a Mountain Dew, and you're like, Luke, you're not you when you're in lockdown. I'm like, oh, true, I'm sorry, sorry. I don't know why I ever thought that would be a good idea. But that's where I'm at, guys. So Daniel Andrews, that's my final straw. Right? I'm all for lockdown, okay? I understand safety. I don't want to go back into stage four. I understand that it's the right thing to do because I'm a logical human being. But at the same time, I'm feeling like a lot of other people, sure, frustrated that I can't see my friends, uh, really frustrated that I you know, can't see my family as much as I'd like to. And socially, yeah, I've everyone feels a little alone and a little lost right now, of course. But the main reason is I want to read. I want to consume words into my brain and better myself as a person. For any regulars of this podcast, this is a massive, massive character development for me that I'm not ready for, okay? I'm kind of like Michael Scott in The Office where there's little to no character development for almost seven seasons. Then right at the end, he becomes marginally likable. This is my season seven. Apparently, apparently I'm just like, you know, I feel like the runners of this show that is my life, you know, they've been like, just let him kind of do the same, you know, going around in circles. I feel, I felt like Joey from Friends, you know, for the last, all my comedy career, you know, I'm just like going around the same character arcs like, oh, I'm basic and oh, I'm, I like Mountain Dew, which I do, right? I fucking love it. It's delicious. Someone in my Zoom beers, Mitch, right? This guy, he told me I should be mixing it with bourbon. That was a fucking great suggestion. Made my whole week, you know? That almost like made me not even want to read the next day, but then I woke up and I still wanted to read. And I was like, what's wrong with me? So anyway, I'm thinking of picking up Kevin Hart's uh, book again. The last time I, I got up to page 56 on the flight home from LAX in 2018. Um, it's pretty embarrassing. That is the last time I've picked up a book. The last time I finished a book... Would have been, I always joke and say that it's Speck and McGee, but I read Adam Hills's book, which I really like. I only ever really read books by comedians. I'm not interested in much. It's kind of sad, actually. I I, <laughs> I don't have many interests outside of comedy. Um, I really like being funny, uh, the business of being funny, and, um, uh, and teenagers who play football and are also orphans. Apparently, that's the only thing. I actually want to glance my eyes over, but both, both things I'm thoroughly interested in. So yeah, that's it guys.
Just thought I'd come out and say that. I, I wanted to kind of get ahead of the scandal in case someone else figured it out. Like, in, in case you got a vibe of like, does, wait, does this guy want to try to improve his brain? No, surely not. No, oh, I just wanted to get ahead of all that. Okay, before there was any accusations about me uh, being a functioning member of society or trying my best, <laughs> you know? I didn't want anyone to be saying false things about me, so I just thought I'd get ahead of the scandal and, yeah, apparently, I was talking about it last week a bit, like I am trying to get better as a person and I'm, I'm not even trying, really. It's just happening organically and I'm not even, I'm almost trying to fight it. Like I'm, I'm unintentionally going to come out of 2020 a better human which is like good on a serious level but may negatively affect my content because no one comes here for highbrow humor what about all of a sudden i'm just gonna start talking about like i just get really interested in news and politics and i start giving in opinions because oh this is an opinion free podcast obviously with the exception of the segment unpopular opinions it, I would say it's opinion heavy, but not about news and politics, you know. Uh, I talk about the real shit, you know, like schoolyard games, which we're going to get to. We ran a poll uh, for Tiggy, Chasey, Tag, whatever you call that game. And um, actually, I'll just get to it now. You know, th there's no point in delaying it. Uh, it wasn't that surprising, the outcome of the poll. So I guess we'll just brush over it. It was just something I wanted to get sorted and uh, straight. I was a little surprised at some of them, though. So if you want to vote in these polls, by the way, I do them, I do them on the Luke Kidgel podcast YouTube uh, page. Just keep an eye out for it. And I usually chuck it up on the Instagram story uh, as well, the podcast Instagram story if there's a polls up. So I've got 173 votes, uh, significantly less votes than the um, down ball one because I didn't promote this as well. And I think the poll's still going, so you can still go and vote. Uh, but currently the poll, uh, Tiggy is 43%. Uh, winning significantly. Uh, Tag is in close second. I'm surprised Tag's even that high because that's very American, um, I think, calling it Tag. But I guess some people in Australia do that. Um, Chasey came in fourth uh, with 11%. Tip Tip came in third with 16%. That This was the one that surprised me. And 5% of people called it It, by the way. Uh, it is is a a horror movie. Well, not really. It's like a thriller about a clown. You know, that's what it is. Um, it's, it's not a game where you chase your friends around the schoolyard. Don't call it that. I get why people call it that, but tip, I don't even really get tip. Tip is, is tip like where you touch someone and it's called a tip. I'm not sure even why that's called that. But anyway, so those are the results. Tiggy came in uh, pretty much, yeah, owned that one. Uh, but Surprising amount of people call it tip, which was good. 11%, but still surprising. So, um, yeah, guys, that's the end of those results. Um, I'm trying to better myself as a person. And speaking of bettering myself, uh, guys, I was, you know what? I'm not even going to come out and claim it. I was about to claim it, and I didn't do it. Reese, who edits the podcast, finally made the podcast email. Did I keep forgetting about it? Absolutely. All right, I was too busy thinking about fucking reading. I can't do it all. Right, so Reese made the podcast email, so we're no longer using my personal email from now on. All podcast correspondence will be to LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. It's easy to remember. I probably should make a little jingle for it so people 
um, remember it maybe for next week. I'll come up with like a little, you know, like the look at your podcast at gmail.com. Something like that. Wow, I really felt that. I think I got lost in that for a second. Um, so yeah, lukehidgelpodcast at gmail.com for all your unpopular opinions. I also want to bring back the segment Flex Chat. Uh, we're doing a while ago. I was reminded about it recently on a live stream. Like People are like, hey man, where's Flex Chat been? I've got some shit I want to flex. Haven't had a platform to do it on. Don't worry no more. It's coming back next week. Send them in. Uh, for new people who may not have heard Flex Chat before, here's an example, all right, of the... Uh, so, oh, by the way, the reason this segment came about is because we live in Australia, a country where tall poppy syndrome is rampant, all right? You cannot have success at your job, career-wise, uh, even personally, without everyone in your personal life telling you that you're shit, right? And, and that you suck and you're still not better than us. Because that's Australian culture, and I respect that, right? But because because you know I'm all about that. You know that nothing worse than a mate succeeding in life. You know always bring them down to your level so no one can get further ahead. You know that toxic culture that we've created, it is our culture, so we have to celebrate it. Now, um, sometimes from time to time on this show we like to celebrate. Sometimes it's just good to just flex on the haters, dude. I do it all the time. For example. To all the people who respect me for it, I think I'm into reading now. I mean, I haven't actually read a book. Like, I haven't gone. I haven't gone as far as picking up one and and like opening it and and the, like reading the words on the page. But I'm the my, my mindset is more positive towards it. I'm definitely coming around to books, which means maybe by the time I'm like 28, I might read one. So it's it's progress. But uh, so that's that's kind of my flex for the week. Uh, we do have a little flex chat. Uh, channel in my Patreon Discord. If you want to get my Patreon, it's a bunch of fun. We do Zoom beers every month, and it's just like um, a vibe. We chat in the Discord. I'm thinking of jumping on voice calls more often. Um, people play games together. It's just like a super cool community. Anyway, um, and I've met a bunch of you guys through that, and it's fucking cool. So, uh, yeah, we have Flex Chat, and uh, just th- these are just some examples of things you could email in, you know, for the next time we do the segment. Uh, it doesn't have to be big. But sometimes it is. For example, uh, this was a big one, right? Uh, hang on, I'm just trying to find it. Tia uh, got 500,000 likes on a TikTok account during the week. So she chucked that in. Flex chat, boom, fucking mad flex. Nothing like a social media flex to just shit on the haters, you know? Have you got 500,000 likes on TikTok? I mean, I fucking do, but I'm, I'm TikTok king. You know, I've, I'm retired. I'm a retired king. I might come back into the TikTok game. Who knows? Kind of forgot that the app existed for about a month. But uh, Tia hasn't, and she's crushing it on there. So that's just a good flex. Uh, this other one came in from uh, Alex, right? He just posted in a picture. I'll tie it up to the camera. Posted in a picture of him just with a blanket wrapped around him going, I'm really comfy right now. Now, that's a sick flex. Because at the time, I remember reading that going, fuck, I'm not even comfortable. So Alex is just flexing on me right there in the chat. So... No matter how big or how small your flex is, send it in to LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, looking forward to bringing that back. And usually um, we just fucking play the nothing but net sound, dude. That's it, man. Alex, comfy right now? Boom. Nothing but net. Tia, 500k likes on TikTok? Boom. Swish. 
Another one in the basket. Mm, mm, mm. I did have to take away that sound effect um, from the show because it kept on getting copyrighted. Because uh, Katy Perry, you're a fucking dog. All right? I mean, it's probably not her. It's the record label. And fair enough. I don't own that song. I'll take that back. I retract that. You're not a dog, Katie. But, um, yeah, I was illegally using your music and I paid the price. I lost about $6.50 two weeks in a row. And I went, no, nah, this has to stop. All right? This is this is We love bags here. And uh, I'm not letting Katie uh, Perry get in the way of my fucking mountains and mountains of cash that I make off this podcast. Actually, I realized I lose upwards of, um, yeah, almost $150 a week, actually. Uh, on this podcast so but anyway um it's 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 a good vibe you know the the vibes are on point it's it's a price to pay for vibes um so yeah guys what's next oh and also unpopular opinions on on the email as well so luke kidgel podcast at gmail.com did i just hesitate and forget it for a sec yeah of course it's a new email but that's why we need a jingle so we can all remember it so uh yeah Shoot them through. And by the way, guys, this is just an example. They don't have to be podcast, sorry, segment-related emails. I love the random emails I get. Here's ones that I got off the old email when I was just using my personal one. Please don't keep sending emails to that one because the reason why I've got a new one is because I keep missing out on, like, important shit like merch replies and brand deals and stuff like that that get, you know, when my inbox is just full to the brim of, People going, I don't like fucking Wheat Bix and Parks and Rec is better than Friends and all this shit. I love that, but it uh, it's business-wise, it's not a good decision to because uh, sometimes I have to apply to people going, oh, sorry, I missed your email because I got uh, 10 that day uh, about Pineapple Super Dupers and <laughs> it just got, you know, and fair enough, you know? So, um, yeah, that's why we're on a podcast email. Now, here's an example of uh, an email that I bloody loved. It was a follow-up from Albert uh, when I discussed my hatred of witches. I was either last week or two weeks ago, I forget. I talked about how I just didn't want a bar of witches. I had a fear of witches as a kid. Albert followed up with a bit of an email. And this is why I love uh, reading you guys' correspondence. He uh, followed up about he, when he was young, uh, didn't want a fucking bar of witches either. And he kept on having a recurring dream of the witch from Wizard of Oz kidnapping him and then making him eat porridge. He reckons he had the dream 10 times or upwards of 10, he said. And and here's the kicker. He goes, I don't even dislike porridge that much. He goes, I fucking hated the witch, but it was weird in this recurring dream he had. He just, all the witch ever did when he got kidnapped by her was just force him to eat fucking porridge. So I don't know how we unpack that. If anyone wants to do a dream interpretation of that, be my guest. But I feel like there is a lot of there's there's a lot of shit to unpack there, Albert. Um, maybe you like have a weird fear of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and then your brain just put porridge in the mix for something, or who knows? Maybe you had a maybe like you feel trapped when you eat oats. Who knows, Albert? But I think there's a lot of deep-seated issues in that recurring dream. But regardless, great example of just a random one-off email. Here's another one before I move on from Jacob, right? Uh, This came in a couple of weeks ago. Dearest Luke. So a very polite start. Appreciate that, uh, Jacob. Um, And and actually, if we could could start all our emails with Dearest Luke, I bloody love that. Um, Definitely more likely getting on the show if I read it. 
you know, if you compliment me off the bat, fuck, I'll, I'll read the rest of it. You know, you can then go on to pay me out afterwards, but you'll have my attention. You know, if you stroke my ego, ego just on the, on the landing, then, uh, fair chance. I'll probably read the fucking email. Um, I would lo- I would first like to apologize for contacting you on such a sour note. This is exactly what Jacob's done. He's come in, uh, being like, you know, dearest Luke being like, Oh, that's quite formal. Great start. And then he's just soured the fucking mood straight away. Uh, he's clearly here not to fuck spiders. He goes, here I was at work. Here I was at work today. And like the white boy I am, absolutely jamming out to some of your Spotify playlists. Boulevard of Broken Creams. Love it. That's my best of Green Day playlist. Uh, white tracks for white hacks. Love it a bit too much. Pop punks for thick hunks. Also loved it. Then I saw, I shouldn't like these songs, but I do. And I opened it, and that's one of my playlists. It's not finished yet. It only has about seven songs in it. I do need to keep updating that one. I've abandoned that, but I can't believe Jacob found a problem with it because I stand by all those songs being like, you shouldn't like this, but you can't help it. It's those type of tunes. He goes, I opened it up to play Burning Up by the Jonas Brothers. And I was like, fair enough. I like this song but maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> then I played I Made It by Kevin Rudolph, right? Uh, you know the one? I look up to the sky and then the world is mine. I know that all my life I made it. I made it. Yeah. Now that bird's still there looking at me. I'm better at chirping than you, dude. Beat it. <laughs> I just own that bird with my pipes. Uh, so, yeah. Then he continues, goes, then I played, oh, yeah, he goes, I was a little offended, but whatever, and I made it. But I'm busy, so the show goes on. Then it got real. Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph, an all-time G-Up song, and I'll never be sorry for liking that song. And as such, I am extremely offended, and unfortunately due to this, I have to inform you that you are now cancelled due to the amount of offense you have caused. Hope this email finds you well. Kind regards, Jacob. P.S. This was a lot funnier in my head, but I've spent too much time on this now, so I'm just going to send it through anyway. (laughs) Love the self-awareness at the end, Jacob. Um, You sound like me with all my ideas. You know, I'm like, this is fucking good. And then I get to the end, I'm like, is it? (laughs) Luke, look look inwards a bit. Is this a good one? And usually... um, I have a uh, false sense of confidence to go, nah, fuck yeah, Luke, back yourself, mate. That's a great one. Um, definitely make a fucking video about called Kung Fu Rabbit. That'll go great on your channel. Good on your champ. Still arguably uh, one of the most loved or hated videos I've ever created. And fair enough, it's divisive content. But um, anyway, Jacob, I will never apologize for being ashamed of enjoying Kevin Rudolph's music, okay? I don't want to get copyrighted, but I'll play I'll play a bit of the song. You know, it, I'll just sing it. I don't need to fucking play it, dude. I've got, I got my fucking pipes on me. You know the song that's like, um, because when I arrive, I, I see the fire when you something, and something, something, da, 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 da,
rock, let it rock, let it rock. Now, fair enough. I'm acknowledging it's a banger, right? It's in the I shouldn't like these songs. And the key part is, but I do. Right? I do like that song. But there's no way, and I think a lot of people will agree with me here, that you should be openly going like, what's some of your favorite music, Luke? Man, I fucking love Kevin Rudolph. You really, that guy that got played on radio in 2008? Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. You mean the guy that's backed it up with no more hits since? Yeah, man. Love that dude's three songs. And I do. There's also one called Welcome to the World. It slaps, right? But, um, you know, I'm also not going to pretend I'm not ashamed of it. That's why it's in that playlist. It's it's kind of like on the same level of um, Metro Station. Shake it, you know. I wish he doesn't like this. Where you doing like that? I wish you moves like this. Where you moving like that? Come on, I'm on crying myself to sleep. I'm ashamed of this music. You know, that's how you should feel when you hear that song. Like I'm not again. I'm not out here saying that shit doesn't slap. I'm just saying it shouldn't. There's a lot of bands I feel like that. Short Stack, one of them. Their earlier stuff, Sway, Sway, Baby, you're so... Such a gentleman. It's fucking one of the biggest regrets of my life, knowing that song off by heart. Think about all the, This is why I'm, I'm such a dumbass, you know? I say dumb shit on podcasts all the time, and then people just message me going, you fucking idiot, whatever. And I'm like, I'm sorry. My brain is full of Short Stack lyrics. There's nothing I can do about it. That's a bridge I've already crossed and I shouldn't have when I was 16. And that's embarrassingly too old to cross that bridge. Most 16-year-olds would have the self-awareness to be like, ah, I'm going to fucking just walk the other way. You know, I'm going to find another way around. But I was like, nah. Short Stack's first album when they had an eyeliner. Let's just fucking... And I just jumped over the bridge, dude. Didn't even need the bridge. I was already there on the other side. Going, sweet, sweet, baby, you so F. I think that's how the song goes. <laughs> uh, and, he, and and before we wrap up this this uh, this discussion of songs I shouldn't like, but I do, I need to go check what's in this playlist now. I forgot what I put in it. Another one that should be in it is um, Cobra Starship, dude. Good Girls Gone Bad. I fucking love that song. I make them good girls go bad. I make them good girls go. And I love the bit where it's like, good girls go bad, bad. And it sounds like those llama remixes of like the Taylor Swift songs. Good girls go bad. I think I'm going insane. Guys, this is why I need to start reading. Um, <laughs> you guys were probably concerned for me earlier. Like, oh, he shouldn't, like Luke shouldn't be reading. I'm worried for him. And now you're probably going to edit your comment being like, yeah, no, nah, Luke, I, I'd fucking open a book if I were you. Um, Cobra Starship does not look good on you. <laughs> oh, man, this podcast content is, gets more obscure by the week, but yet somehow more relatable, you know? But so there's people listening to this going like, fuck, dude, that song, I like that song too, but I damn well shouldn't. All right, what's in this playlist? I've forgotten what I put in here. So we've got Burning Up, all right, by the Jonas Brothers. Um, never Say Never by Justin Bieber. That slaps, obviously. Right, Jay Smith on the fucking rap. He's bailing me, telling me, and he's a little bit... Dude, if you don't like that, fuck you. But also, fair enough. Right, Wasabi by Lee Harding. It's a bit of a meme song, but again, 
bangs. I'm not just going to deny tracks out here. You know, I'm not going to give things the time of day just because people mock them, you know, publicly. I'm not about that. I'm all about it. I, I, you know, I stand by Lee. Give Lee Harding a fair chance, all right, for his one song that I know that's probably a cover. Let's be honest. I have no idea. Actually, maybe it is his song. I don't even know. Actually, maybe his song. Who knows? But anyway, guys, that's it. So that's it on the, on the email front. There's a new podcast email, luke.kidgel.gmail.com. And um, yeah, so during the week, right, I was, uh, I was a streaming. And I think this was maybe after Tuesday night stream. I, I stream on Tuesday nights on Twitch and then like Friday night drinks, which starts off on YouTube. And then we do kick-ons on Twitch uh, when the party really starts cranking. And uh, it's been super fun. The people who tune into those streams, fucking legends. Uh, have a bunch of regulars in there, which is cool. And uh, if you want to check it out, want something new to do, if you're bored in lockdown or if you're just bored in general, would uh, generally uh, would genuinely recommend, you know, if you want to watch me play the same level of Tony Hawk for two hours straight and make no progress while insisting that I'm not the problem and that I am a pro gamer. There's been so many times where I've just been playing and I've just been like, nah, Tony Hawk's shit at skating. It's not my fault, all right? He thinks he's fucking, you know, this guy can't even kickflip and then makes a game about himself. What a fucking ego on this bloke. <laughs> you know, never, never, never blame yourself for, for your problems. We're all about that here. We love uh, denying uh, responsibility here. And um, yeah, so I was streaming, right? Shredding Tony Hawk. Now I've got better at the game significantly since I started. When I started, I remember those streams where it was taking me like 45 minutes to land like 100,000 points. Now, if you're familiar with the game, it's not very difficult to do that. Now, I've gotten twice as good as that, but not that much better, right? So there's this level called Downhill Jam, right? And you skate down this like, um, yeah, it's like a sewer, what am I, it's a dam. Yeah, it's like a dam kind of sewer thing, right? Where you skate down it. And I, all I was trying to do was get 200,000 points. Seems like a walk in the park. It is the highest score goal. It's a six score. And I think I was doing this for about an hour and a half, pro almost two hours on my stream. And I said I wouldn't end the stream until I finished it. And my stream ended up going till midnight. And I was planning on finishing my stream at 11. So actually, I think I finished it at about 12.30. I ended up going an hour and a half over what I was originally planning to do because I'm not a quitter. So anyway, so eventually... I get this score, the chat's like, fucking finally, you know, people have got like, I've got a sack tomorrow, I've got a year 12 exam, but I cannot stop watching this because I need to see you get it. And fair enough, they're not quitters either. It's a bunch of troopers in the chat and very rarely do you get a quitter, which is great. So people stick around to see the glory because that's what makes those, and we call them epic zinger moments now on the stream because uh, one time people offered me a zinger to me to get the score and now it's just been kind of known as, as a zinger moment when I achieve something glorious on a video game and it usually happens uh, once a stream max, usually once a week, you know, it, and I stream for about six, seven hours a week. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I achieved this goal, 200,000, boom, wrap up the stream and I was like, all right, let's raid someone and I usually try and raid like a smaller streamer because... Now, and this is this is where it gets interesting, right? So I am a comedian, 
right? Of course, I'm a, I, okay. I'm a pro gamer first, primarily. If you watch my streams, yeah, sure. I'm a pro gamer first, primarily, but I'm also a comedian. So most people are actually, believe it or not, it shocks me too. Most people are actually watching me not for the gameplay. I know. What the fuck? It, it doesn't make sense to me either. But most people are watching me because they find me funny or they know me from the videos or they stumble across me on Twitch and they're like, oh, this guy's a good vibe. And most other people on the platform, if you've never uh, been around streaming much, are just great at video games. They're so good. So I went on the Tony Hawk thread. You can see all the people that are currently streaming Tony Hawk. And I found this guy called Game Train Twitch, I think is what it's called. Uh, and he was streaming to like three people and he'd been streaming for four hours and he had had set this goal was like a 350 follower goal. And it was at 347 followers. But I guess when you've only got three people watching, right, that's that's a fucking big goal. You know, get three more followers in, in a night. That's good. Most people stream to like two to three people is what I found out when you actually go down a lot of the threads. There's a lot of people like streaming to one person and stuff, which I kind of wasn't aware of. Like I thought, you know, I was getting like 100, 150 people in at the start. And I was like, oh man, like not that many people are watching my streams. It turns out that's like insane numbers right? That's like really good for Twitch. Like the Twitch people at Twitch, like hit me up, um, asking me to be a partner and stuff. And I thought I wasn't even big enough for that. So anyway, um, whatever that, that should have been a flex chat. I did accidentally flex on you that I'm okay at pulling in some people on Twitch. So then I raid this dude, right? He's playing Tony Hawk and I watch a bit of his stream and I was like, fuck this guy's, this guy's really good. Like this guy's getting million point combos, you know, and I I can't even get 200,000. It takes me two hours to get 200,000. This guy's pulling 1 million point combos. So I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. It'll be funny, like, go raid him. And, like, you know, also, uh, my audience at this point have been watching me suck at Tony Hawk for fucking two hours. Might as well give him some good gameplay. I raid this guy, like, 70 people go over. And I love when you raid like a small streamer because they fucking lose their minds. They're like, what the fuck? Their chat just starts going nuts. And all the people who watch my stream are like super positive. And we have a rule where if I do a raid, you then bring the great vibes we have over to the other stream. You know, you got to carry those vibes over, you know? So it's like fucking division or long division or whatever it was. We like fucking carry the one, dude. You just carry the fucking vibes over. I don't know why I thought a maths analogy would be good there. And it wasn't, doesn't even really make sense, but we carried the vibes fucking over. That's all you need to know. And this guy was losing his mind. I watched this guy stream for two hours until like 2.30 AM in the morning. And it was a vibe. Oh my God. Half the people stayed. He still had like 30, 40 people. I made him the biggest Tony Hawk streamer. Turns out he's this guy from Melbourne, absolute legend. And it also turns out he started getting like top 20 scores ever in the game. Like the in the game, there's like a ranked play of like everyone who's ever played this level before. And he was like top 20 of anyone who's ever played the level. He was like a, a fucking pro gamer. And everyone in my chat sounded been like, go to Downhill Jam, go to this level. And we just watched Luke Kigel, who just rated you, try for two hours to get this score. The guy does it in fucking 11 seconds. And now there's 40 people going, why would I ever watch Luke 
stream. It really backfired on me, that raid. But fuck, man, this dude turned out to be a legend. And um, then he came into my stream later in the week and just started giving me tips. This guy was really good and just heckling me for being shit pretty much. So, um, yeah, definitely come over to Twitch. It's super fun. And, uh, yeah, would recommend. I feel like I had a better punchline to that story. It really fizzled out then, didn't it? I feel like there was a different end to it. Something funny happened when he came over in my stream and I've completely forgotten what happened. Fuck, man, my brain's fried. This is why I should read more, you know? My, my memory's terrible. So I think it's the sleep deprivation. And it's, oh, my sleeping pattern is officially and royally fucked. I went to bed at 4.20 a.m. was when we ended the Zoom beers on Patreon. And I wasn't even mad about it. Like I was up, I was pretty tired after 4, but at 3.45, I wasn't even that tired. And that's problematic, really. You know, I used to get like seven to eight hours of sleep every night. And now I get like six to seven and it's bad. And Megan, I need to fix it, to be honest. Um, it's just like gets to 12 and I, in my head, I'm like, the night is young. I can do plenty more things this evening. Most people, it gets to midnight and they're like, man, I'm going to think about, oh, heading off soon. I've got shit on tomorrow. And I'm the same. I've got shit on tomorrow, but I'm also like, Man, I've got shit on now. Fucking let's do it. <laughs> you know? I'm just a, I'm, I'm a busy boy. I've sound like a broken record at this point on the podcast. Been like, gosh, I'm so busy. You know, I'm just like flat out in lockdown. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to get as much stuff done. Been trying to do uh, a lot of videos, a lot of like, I'm doing a lot of stuff on that gaming channel, the new channel. And uh, podcast wise, we're working pretty hard on Luke and Lewis these days, trying to do extra content on top of the podcast. So Definitely fills up a little bit of time. I don't know. I think people assume I just play Tony Hawk and, um, yeah, do fucking jack off all day. I don't really know what people think I do, but um, it's all gone well. And I also got a new chair, guys. I mean, I don't want to give them a free plug, but, you know, also fucking great chair. Um, pretty expensive, though, if you look up how much these chairs are. But definitely a good investment. I, I'm a massive believer of investing in things that, uh, you use like for five hours a day, every day, you know, like your phone, always get a good phone, even though iPhones and shit are expensive. It's like, dude, you use it every day. Massive believer in getting a good mattress. It's like you spend a 30 of life on it. You know, if, if you fucking laying on something that costs like 500 bucks, it's like not going to be good for your back. I'm all, all, all about paying like big money for shit I use all the time. And then every single other part of my life is just like, a fucking shit show of just junk from cotton on and shit. That's why I don't really care about clothing because I'm like, oh, I, just, I can just get new clothes. I know I kind of just contradicted myself because I wear clothes all the time. And I have started to try and do that with clothes. I only really buy good shit now that will last me. Um, but yeah, it's like these expensive mics and stuff for the podcast and now this chair. But God, man, it's fixed my posture. It forces me to sit up straight. Like I put it in a more relaxed setting for the podcast, but when I'm... When I'm at the desk, I'm, I'm up like this. My back is fucking straight, you know? It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, definitely, uh, I don't know what, I, I don't really know what I'm saying. But anyway, my whatever, it's just another flex, guys. My spine is heaps fucking healthier than yours at the moment. Because I was, I was starting to hunch over when I edit, and there's nothing worse than hunching over and staring at a screen all day. 
for multiple reasons. So I've been trying to like just fix the way I work and stuff. And it's honestly like helps your workflow. Cause I was getting like migraines and shit and not good. But I, I noticed throughout this podcast, I've been a little swingy. Uh, I noticed and I, and maybe that's annoying to watch. I, I do get a little swingy in this chair. What can I say? You know, I'm a swinger. <laughs> Uh, that's shit. So, uh, guys, time for some unpopular opinions and then we'll bloody wrap up this episode, huh? Did I have anything else on my notes that I want to talk about? Um, oh yeah, I think I, I did want to talk about this. I've worked out why I hate the mullet because last week I was like, yeah, I'm pretty indifferent about it. I don't know how to feel. And I think I've pinpointed why I fucking hate it. I don't hate the way it looks. Like, I don't love the way it looks. It doesn't look good. I'm aware of that. But I don't really care how I look. I've never had a particularly good haircut. It's never been something that's phased me too much. So I was like, that's not really the problem. Like, I don't. I also don't care about embarrassing myself. Like, I do that for a living, you know? I'm like, this doesn't bother me, like, what people think of me in public. Because it's just, I look at it so logically where I'm like, if I do something stupid in public, like, statistically, I can't, I can never say that word probably. Statistically, I'm probably never going to even see that person again. And if I do, they won't remember me, right? So that's why I'm fine to be a dickhead in public. But I was like, so why, why, does, why am I bothered by this hair? And I think the thing that truly frustrated me about having to get this mallet on the stream was because it was I, I just felt so uncomfortable trying something new for once. And what a fucked outlook on life that is. I think that's actually the reason. I was like, I felt weird about being out of my comfort zone, you know, because that is the one thing that is out of my comfort zone is like just, you know, dabbling in sushi or cutting your hair in a fucked way because I've had the same haircut for years now. And I'm like, it works, you know. I sit down in the hairdresser's chair. I'm just like, yeah, like short at the back, like leave a little bit of like a fringe, I guess, at the front, but like not like a side fringe, but just like something there that I can just like, you know, flick to the side and then um, that's it, you know? I just hand them a picture of every motherfucker on the planet and I'm like, get it done. And now I just, I'm not that. Now it's like people look at me and expect me to, you know, have the personality that comes with that haircut. And I don't. I feel like I let people down. You know, I was nice to a stranger the other day in Woolies. I was like, oh no, you go first. And this old lady looked at me like, oh, he has a mullet and he was seemed like a genuine person. Yuck. You know, I should have spat at her and fucking robbed her. And that's that's my fault. So, yeah, I feel like I should stop treating people as well as I do. Stop being so respectful because it doesn't fit my vibe at the moment. You know, without this hat on, and I've just ordered a Nike hat to bring my, you know, uh, vibes down to where they belong. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, guys, let's do some unpopular opinions. Then we'll buddy wrap this shit up. And uh, yeah, the next lot of unpopular opinions, this will be the last ones I'm reading from the uh, old email. The uh, rest of them will be at lukekidgelpodcast at gmail.com. Now, Simon says, (laughs) bit of a gag there. Uh, G'day, Luke. I thought I'd share one of my unpopular opinions slash behaviors. I prefer to eat my pizza with a knife and fork. And I admit that I'm often ashamed of this. If you f- I feel like myself listening to Kevin Rudolph. Um, yeah, Simon, that's 
That's disgusting. Um, and I know everyone listening, you're taught to from when you're quite young, you know, Simon says, and you just do it. But Simon at the moment is saying, eat a pizza with a knife. And Luke says, fucking no way. Don't do that. Uh, that's wrong. And you would be, you know, ejected from the game, Simon says, because just because Simon says to do it doesn't mean that it's right. You know, if Simon told you to jump up a cliff, would you? You shouldn't. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's not good. I don't have to explain why that's wrong, Simon, because you already know it's wrong because uh, you're ashamed of it. But, yeah, obviously it's designed to be uh, – it's cut to eat with your hand. That's why it's cut into a convenient triangle size. But you already know this because you're ashamed of it. And clearly you're like me. You're stubborn and you're not willing to change things about yourself that you know are incorrect. And I somewhat have to support that because I do a lot of that here. Um, very stubborn personality. Will not try and better myself, except for recently. Kind of still want to read. I'm almost thinking of reading a book after this. Just like, I'm going to have to like hide it from Meg because she'll just think I'm like, I don't know, she'll think I'm sus. Like, I'm going to have to go into the toilet and like sneak in a few pages and be like, oh, fuck. You know, just like read. And she's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, oh, jacking off. Definitely not trying to better myself as a human. Right. Because she'll, you know, that's not what she signed up for at the start of this relationship. And that's fair enough. Uh, This one comes in from. Julia, right? Hey, Luke, I normally steer clear of triggering people online, but you wanted some unpopular opinions. Here we go. Meat on pasta is disgusting. If you want to publicly shame me, my name is Julia. Absolutely, Julia. We're all about publicly shaming uh, people for their bad habits on this uh, show. So, um, yeah, guys, Julia sent that in. I wish I had your last name. I don't. I'd love to throw it out there and just uh, tarnish your name forever. Meat on pasta is disgusting. I'm assuming you're not a vegan or a vegetarian because you clearly like meat, right? Because you wouldn't send that in if you didn't like meat, but you just don't like the combination of meat and pasta. That's how pasta and meat, they're supposed to be consumed together. Like there are other good types of pasta that's just pasta and like vegetarian options, but... That's, yeah, that is unpopular, Julia, and happy to shame you publicly for that. You're welcome. Um, I reckon she she emailed that in knowing that she, she should cop a beating from that, to be honest. And um, yeah, guys, that's it. I forgot to get more. I'll be honest, probably probably should have got a few more than that. But um, that's unpopular opinions for the week. Uh, I think that's the end of the podcast. You know, I don't think I have anything else I need to discuss. Just uh, not... And uh, that bird's left, by the way, if you're wondering. The bird from the start of the podcast that was chirping. I've, uh, yeah, I think I've used it so much. It's probably crying in a tree somewhere. And I don't feel bad for a second, to be honest. You know, always take your day out on a wild animal. That's what I always say. Guys, I'll leave you on that. So (laughs) a little bit of advice to take with you throughout the week, you know. If you're carrying some of your own problems... Uh, you know, for example, cooped up in your house, can't go see your friends, just fucking scream at a bird out the window, knock on the window, yell fuck off, you know, record it so thousands of people can hear you doing it. Stuff like that really cleanses the soul. So <laughs> thank you all very much for tuning in uh, every week. And uh, yeah, sorry the podcast has been a bit late lately. Um, I think it's just uh, 
Sundays have not been vibing with me at the moment to do the uh, podcast. Usually you spend Sundays trying to catch up on all the shit I'm behind on during the week. And then the podcast gets uh, waste, uh, sorry, gets pushed back to recording on Mondays. And then if I get it to Reese too late on the Monday, it comes out on the Tuesday. This one will be out on the Tuesday. But thank you all very much for tuning in. I'll be back next week with another episode. And yeah, come watch a stream during the week or yeah, a video or whatever. Thank you guys. See ya.